This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. All right, the reason why we do have advocate Bongan Majol on the line now is because the Human Rights Commission has said that uh, the general law compelling South Africans to get vaccinated would be constitutionally sound under the right circumstances. However, the commission has called on the government to explore all options to encourage voluntary vaccination first. But the commission also has called on government to do more to educate communities and to activate, actively encourage vaccination before considering mandatory vaccinations. Advocate Machola, then, you know, this is something that is, I guess, highly subjective in the sense that how do you gauge whether enough has been done to um, educate the public? What is that measure? Well, you, you look at what has been done. Um, for example, rural communities, um, some of them do not understand. They are, they are not in social media. Um, they do not understand some of the, the arguments about the efficacy or the usefulness of the vaccines. Um, they have fears that they cannot articulate publicly. And there is a need for for them to be met um, in in some way uh, regionally to say, listen, um, uh, you you can vaccinate and this will be safe for you uh, and so on. Um, in the end, uh, I don't think that somebody can put a, a standard and say you you have to have done this. What I think should happen is that you should you should demonstrate that you. What you have done is reasonable to inform the public. You've gone on radio, on newspapers, and, and, and so on. Um, you've got regional structures as a ruling party, um, and also opposition parties have got um, uh, structures in the area. They, they, you know, you could engage them and say, while electioneering, um, you could also tell people about the um, importance of, of vaccination and so on. Mm. Try to do that. And, and then I think that if you come before the court and you say, listen, this limitation is reasonable, because these are all the things that we have done, yeah. uh, the court is likely to understand what you, what you are saying and agree with you that this is in line with, um, um, uh, you know, the Constitution and, and also can be justified in a democratic society which is based on dignity um, and freedom and equality. You know, um, uh, uh, Advocate Bertrand, I would uh, sort of get where you are coming from in the sense that uh, when you, especially your reference to, um, you know, rural communities, if that's where, um, you know, the hesitancy was most prevalent. <clears throat> but uh, if the registration process for vaccinations was anything to go by, a province like Limpopo, by the way, which is uh, largely rural, was actually at you know a trendset and was uh, showing the way uh, in terms of registration of uh, people in rural communities um, where they engaged the chiefs and engaged the churches and all to get people on board. But the hesitancy is not just confined to rural areas, so or people who have a lack of access to social media. How would we then explain the hesitancy amongst people who have access to all these platforms? Well, um, you're absolutely right. I've been to KZN myself and I've seen uh, regions where people are, 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 you know, lining one after the other to get vaccinated. Rural people are are doing so. But there are also uh, people in those communities who say, well, I I 
I want to vaccinate, but I'm so afraid, and, 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 and so on. So the fact that the numbers are high doesn't mean that everybody has vaccinated. There may be a lot of other people who are um, still hesitant. Yes, in, in urban areas, there is a lot of hesitancy which needs to be dealt with in terms of uh, communication on the same media that uh, the, the what are called the, 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 the deniers um, are, are, are using. Mm. So um, <clears throat> my sense is that also we need to note uh, that there are people who want to be vaccinated who have not yet been vaccinated for a variety of reasons. I think I saw a week ago or two a woman in Soweto who was who was um, uh, raising her concerns that she's been trying very hard to get uh, vaccinated, mm. but uh, not vaccinated because her, her documentation is not is not right or not accepted. But mm. then we have got a, a, a big uh, number of our uh, foreign nationals who are not being vaccinated. I understand that the Department of Health is trying to create a, um, a, a system for, for doing that. But I think it would be a, too much of a rush then to, to, to compel people to vaccinate when we still have so many people that have not been vaccinated. What of the uh, application of law, especially when it comes to the point uh, where government does maybe conclude that uh, they will go the route of uh, vaccine mandates, you know, um, for example, how would uh, Section 8 and 9 of the Occupational Health and Safety, um, yeah, yeah, of the, yeah, Section 8 and 9 of the Occupational Health and Safety Act, um, how would it apply in this case, as long as, as well as, say, for example, the National Health Act, um, if those were those that were used um, you know, by government to justify a vaccine mandate because they make reference to the importance of considering the right of the people of South Africa to an environment that is not harmful to their health or well-being. Well, uh, with regard to the work situation, the Occupational Health uh, Act, as you mentioned, uh, Section Eight One and, and and Section Nine w- would apply in the in the. Um, in the employment situation, and I think that they do apply together with the consolidated direction that was passed by the Department of Employment um, and Labor. Um, But whether the um, National Health Act would would suffice as a law of general application to force people to vaccinate, uh, we are not very sure. That is why we've come out saying that if the government were to pass a law uh, that says uh, that people should vaccinate, um, that they are compelled to vaccinate, that, that would be sufficient and, and clearer to both the public and and those who may have to take a decision on whether or not this is constitutional. Yeah. Again, I mean, a similar question to what I asked initially about how we make the determination that enough has been done. I mean, you make a general point that uh, mandates should be a last resort. A last resort um, would be when what, uh, again, would have to, would mean that uh, all else has been exhausted and, and that determination would have to be made. And who makes that determination? Well, the government would have to make that determination on the basis of reasonableness. In other words, it has to make a judgment as to whether this is reasonable. In other words, listen, we have now gone out on a, 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 a boomer campaign. We have um, gone or got onto social media. We have used uh, GCIS. We have been to on the ground. 
We have uh, now created a, a way of vaccinating undocumented people and so on. What else, what more should we do, you know? Right. Then, yeah, yeah it, I think we should approach it on the basis of what is reasonable. Right, right. Okay. Advocate Bongan Machola, thank you. And by the way, I suppose your work would be made a lot easier to some extent if government were to take a position one way or the other. Then at least you know what you're working with. <clears throat> well, for, for us, really, um, the, 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 the situation is not as complicated, you know, as long as the government does what it does. Uh, I wouldn't say that it would be made much more easier um, if the government took a position one way or another, because this is a very complicated uh, uh, situation, and you need to uh, to be very careful in proceeding as government towards uh, 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 mandatory vaccination. You know, these rights didn't just come down uh, automatically. They were fought for very hard, and people lost their lives, and so they should be protected. And we shouldn't very just easily go towards saying, no, these rights can now be limited or violated. We have to try the best we can to protect these rights. And when we feel that there is nothing else we can do to preserve the rights, we can then order uh, mandatory uh, vaccination. All right. Thank you so much, Advocate Bongani Machola, who is, of course, uh, with the South African Human Rights uh, um, Commission. He is the chairperson of the SA Human Rights Commission. I appreciate your time. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.